Hi, I'm Terry Naturally. And I'm Dr. Lynn Wagner. And I have over 50 years of experience and knowledge in health and nutrition. And I'm a medical doctor with a passion for holistic health. We come together to offer you unique viewpoints and expertise as health advocates around topics that deal with today's health concerns. And always for your good health. So let's get into today's topic. Well, good morning again. Good morning. It's good to such, see you. Such a, hey, this is such a great life. Isn't it wonderful to be alive? It's amazing. And I'm uh, honestly so happy that I have gotten to know you. So this is well, fun. That's very mutual. It's a, it's a fun part of life. So yes. I'm, glad, I'm glad we do this together. Absolutely. I love it. Um, so today we're talking about stress and resiliency. Yes. Which I, I've touched a lot on that in my own personal forums, um, especially with the pandemic, because yep. I was trying to hammer in how important it was for people's immune system to check their stress and their, their resiliency. Um, and actually, because of what they've done to lock down and all the things they've done, they created a lot more stress yep. than what they should have. They made it a lot worse. Made it a lot a worse. Lot. And and I would say, to this day, you know, everyone talks about the vaccines and getting rid of the virus and locking down and the masking, and and still no one is talking about the most important thing, which is the health of your body and its resiliency. Right. 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 So, you know, what are your thoughts on building optimum? Resiliency. Well, first of all, stress is a killer. A killer. Uh, and it depends on, you know, the degree of stress. And otherwise, stress can be good for us, too. Um, because if we have stress, we're going to work harder to accomplish things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anything that's under stress actually grows stronger mm-hmm. if they know how to handle the stress. Right. Or And if you don't let it get too out of hand. Yes. And too strong. Right. Um, you have to know when to make, well, seek help. Uh, if they don't know how to handle it themselves. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for me, I just, you know, I, I don't feel that stress bothers me. Uh, I've gotten to be so accustomed to stress. In fact, bad things have happened to me in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, not everything works out the way I want, mm-hmm. always. Um, I've, sometimes I feel that, uh, you know, when I expect God to come, he doesn't come. Mm-hmm. But then God comes never too late. And so... Uh, and sometimes my, in mysterious ways. My my stress reliever, my big stress reliever is I read the Bible. Mm-hmm. And I, get, I gained a lot from the Bible that, you know, all things happen for good to those who love the Lord. And so when something happens to me, I said, okay, God has something else in plan for me. I'll wait. Um, and it happens. And from my experience over the years, bad things have happened to me. Mm-hmm. Things that Which I would have said, oh, shoot, why did this thing happen, happen now? Mm-hmm. But I've learned from experience that every time that something has happened to me that was bad and I trusted God to go through it, something happened to me that was even better than the thing that I had to leave go. Right. And so now I just say, well, well okay, what's coming up next? Right. Yeah, so I, then I trust the Lord that it's going to happen okay for me and I don't stress about it. So that obviously took some time. I mean, you weren't born oh, yeah. with oh, that no, innate no. natural it ability. Takes, it takes time. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I, I still... Sometimes I feel like I'm doing great with stress, but then I'll catch myself with road rage. You know, if someone's driving too too slow on our street, <laughs> <laughs> I will be so mad. And then I catch myself and I'm like, whoa, I thought I, I thought I was doing pretty well, but obviously the stress is getting to me. Um, so, so, you know, I think people need to realize that, that you might think you're not stressed, but you, you could be pretty stressed. Um, and, and you don't have to completely change your life to get out of that mode of stress. You have to change your outlook. Don't right, you think? Right. Like I changed my outlook. 
I don't worry about what has happened now because I just trust the Lord that it's going to turn out better in my favor than I could have done on my own. Mm -hmm. Now, I've learned that and I experienced that and it's happened every time. And now I know it's going to happen again. So stress, why should I stress? God's right. got me in his hands. Right. So I think, um, you know, one thing people don't realize with stress is when you, there's different ways to think about stress. So the stressor can actually be what's happening to you from the outside. But then the most important thing is your reaction to that stressor. Right. So for some people, they can have just a, like, sounds like for you, you can have a pretty significant stressor happen, but your body's reaction to it is probably pretty chill. Right. Right. Or yeah. you could have an example, like I said, with road rage, where the external stressor is really not that big of a deal. It's just someone going a little slow. Um, but the internal reaction to it is strong. And that's where people can do most of their work. So you don't have to work on changing your external environment. Obviously, you want, you know, want to work on that a little bit, but that doesn't have to be your primary focus. You have to change yourself and how you react to things. Right. It's not what happens to you. It's how you react to what has happened to right, you. Right, right. And I think, you know, obviously there's d different ways to do that. And spirituality, spirituality is, a, is a huge part of that. Um, but what happens literally internally when you have a stressor and you react to it too strongly, you get this big surge of cortisol and adrenaline, um, all those, all these chemical hormonal things happening in your body that over time will weaken the body. Right. And, and that's what causes more disease. Right. And then when you weaken the body, your immune system is weaker, your ability to fight off cancer, infections, um, mental health problems. Right. You know, your body can't lose weight the way you want it to. It can't build muscles. Like it just literally can't digest food. It can't do the things it's supposed to do as a natural human being. So, so it's like, it's a ripple effect that is really, really powerful. So a lot of people that go through, say for a divorce, mm -hmm. uh, something that they can't control. Right. Uh, and they will maybe have cancer months after or a mm -hmm. year after mm -hmm. uh, because the stress has been such a toll for them to try to to realize and to recognize and how to get over it. Right. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of things. I, prayer is great. Meditation is great. Mm -hmm. Reducing stress. Mm -hmm. uh, Self-talk, like you did when you got into rage road. Right. Road rage, rather. <laughs> Uh, you you talked yourself out of this stress. I actually talked to my son about it. I, 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 I said, "Wally, you see what mom's doing right now? This is yeah. this is what's happening." Don't, and don't you do don't this? Don't do this. <laughs> said, You're right. Absolutely. It was a good learn teaching moment. But um, you know, I'm not a big proponent for running. But some people get a really good re Definitely. stress reduction from running. Mm -hmm, I do. Or, or working out mm -hmm. because they're sweating and and they're lifting heavy and um, all these things can be different ways of relaxing and and stress reduction and. And, and building the resistance and um, resiliency. Time in nature, I think oh, is absolutely. super powerful. Absolutely. Huge. Um, being with friends, like being with a, a loved one yep. and being social with someone, performing mm. an activity that you love. So if, whether it's an art performance, you know, doing something artistic or creative or whatever, volunteering, whatever you love to do, but doing those things will will bring make you less reactive to stress for sure. I just got back from the Maldives. And if you're in the Maldives, <laughs> helped, right? you, oh my God, <laughs> it's the most beautiful place to relax and really change your whole spirit. Um, it is, it is actually spiritually. I got up every morning and said my prayers on the deck, looking over uh, the sunset, sunrise rather. And, uh, but you know, even, even being at the seashore, even being in the, in the woods, in the, uh, yep. even the air is different. Right. There's a lot of negative ions that help to relax the body. Right. And, just the smell and the fragrance um, was the wonderful. The, the earth thing, the connection to earth is just But you know, another powerful. thing too is like stress can have actually like 
when a child has stress or falls down and hurts themselves or they cry and grandma picks them up and puts her on her lap, put them on their lap and then she feeds them to calm them down. Mm -hmm. So then we go through life thinking that every time we have stress, we should eat. Right. Because that's the way grandma did it. She got me to feel better when she gave me some ice cream or a pudding or something. Right. So then they reach to to relax and rest, de-stress as they eat. Well, the other thing too is um, when people have stress, it actually changes their hormones and creates cravings. Oh yeah. So it, and it affects and it makes you store. I always tell my patients, you know, when you have a lot of stress and you're eating, your body thinks it's preparing for an emergency or right. a war, and so right. it stores it all. Right. So it's a direct connection. So if you're someone who's exercising, eating super healthy, like just charging at life, but you can't lose your weight, it's probably just because you're too stressed and you need to chill out a little bit. Right. Exactly. Um, and I think you know it's different for every generation or every age. You know, I'm I'm in this age where it's a lot of working parents and. You know, that's, I, I think about that a lot when I'm running around in the morning, we're getting breakfast, getting everyone ready for school. I'm trying to get ready for work, bills to be paid. You know, it's just chaos. Um, and, and you think, how could I possibly maintain a sense of calmness in this storm? But, but I think you can. Well, you should because really think well, you can. You, you're going to go through that anyway. You are, no matter what. You might, you might as well smile than frown. <laughs> no, and I think that's a really good point. I, you know, I've, I've been, I've been privileged to meet some cancer patients who you, I've seen them the most happiest of their life after their diagnosis. You know, after they go through that initial shock and grief and trauma of it, right. and then they actually like it, it'll change their perspective on life to like say, okay, I know what really matters now. Right. Um. Or the or that book. Um. Victor Frankoff is that his name? The Man's Search for Meaning. Yeah. You know the the uh, concentration camps. Right. Um, and he details his whole experience in the concentration camps. He lost everyone, his mom, his dad, his siblings. He learned more from that than, and and that was tremendous stress. Tremendous stress. And he came out of there with so much more to to share. And lived to be 90 and prolific and affected, you know, millions of people's lives. So, so I think if you're someone who's saying, you know, my life is so crazy, I've got so much going on. It's the end of the world. I would, I would challenge you to say, how can I lean into my spirituality? How can I work on my self-talk? You know, how can I, how can I look at things differently so that maybe my body isn't going to be so reactive to all this stuff that's going on around me? Because, you know, one of my things, my husband said to me, he lost his wife in a car accident. Um, and he would always say to me, you know, Lynn, don't sweat, don't sweat the little stuff. And there is no big stuff, Mm. you know? Right, right. He lost his wife. So it's after that, you know, you kind of realize what really matters. Right. Just be grateful and happy and loving and and things will go fine. And I think loving is a big part of it, too, because the more you love, the more you reach out with hugs and kisses and just wrapping your arms around your loved ones and and saying, I love you every day. I think it's a really good stress reduction, too. And I love those people in the car ahead of me, too. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was just thinking about. Yes, absolutely. Oh, I love you I guys. Love you. I know, I know. I've been trying. Maybe, there, maybe there's a reason why we should be going slow. I agree. Yeah, I, I was, agree. I was going down the street the other day, and I was doing maybe five or six miles over the speed limit. Right. I was probably trailing you and yeah, being mad at me. Yeah. But a woman went by me like I was standing still. Yeah. And I said, "Where is the justice?" I wish a police car would pull out. I know. Oh, I was so happy. A police car pulled out right in front of me and got her. And no I said, I've never seen that happen. I was oh so happy. <laughs> no, but I mean, that, that woman is me. That's, that's how I feel sometimes. And I, but I've gotten to that point where I, I look at it and I'm like, okay, what is the lesson? 
what is the lesson that I'm trying to be taught here? Like I need to chill slow out, down, slow down and smell the roses. Right. Well, and the other thing too is, um, which was been, so I, I broke my phone a week ago and it cracked my screen. I sent it into Apple cause we have insurance. Yeah. It ended up being a week without a phone. Um, and it was a very powerful week because I noticed, okay, if at a stop sign, I'm not scrolling through my email at the grocery store checkout. I'm not looking at Facebook. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, you got your life back. <laughs> I got my life back. I wasn't constantly getting pinged with texts and all these things. And, um, it was really, really powerful. And it doesn't mean I'm going to get rid of my phone. No. Does it mean I'm going to be more responsible with how I use it and how I let it come into my life and take over my life? Absolutely. Yes. But it's, I mean, it's a constant work in progress, you know, because as a mom and a doctor, I'm, I'm using my phone for a lot of different things, but you have to like be very intentional with how you allow it in. And when you're like, Nope, you're not in my life right now. Right. So yeah, don't let it control us. No, no. So that was a, it was a cool experience for me. So, you know, back to this past year, I think, I think we learned a lot about, um, we didn't, I guess, I don't know if we really learned a lot. We, we saw a lot happen. Um, what I would argue with everyone or try to get everyone to do is actually look at yourself and look at our country and look at the, look at things in terms of stress and resiliency and what could we have done better that are focused on more and what can we learn from this past year? And I would say that it's how do we create resilient human beings? Right. And, and not just with what we've talked about in this podcast, but in all the podcasts we've done so far, if you haven't listened to them, go back and listen to them all. Cause every single thing we talk about will directly lead to you being a more resilient human being, which will have, who will have more peace and be less prone to getting, you know, bad stuff that happens to you and more healthy and more healthy because health comes with that calmness and relaxation and just knowing who you are right? and knowing where you're going and not let every little thing tick you off. Right. And then I would say the ultimate reward is you actually can do what you're supposed to do. Right. You know, you're, you're, we're all here for a purpose and, um, the, the healthier you are, the more resilient yeah. you are, the less stressed you, the less you let stress take over your life, the more you're going to be able to succeed at what you're supposed to do. Yeah, I've seen people get ticked off just because they broke their fingernail. I know. I, <laughs> I mean, know. it's so dumb, so stupid. Right. But, you know, some people are bothered by that because right. their nails are so important to them or their hair is so important to them or something. Right. And they don't realize, hey, so is my family and so is my loved ones mm-hmm. and my purpose in life. All these things should mm-hmm. be where we're going and not let all the little... Not the little details. Yes. Right. So I would say, well, you know, no matter where you're at, if you find yourself reactive or stressed or you just feel like you're on just a hamster wheel... Just take a break. Look at what matters. Yep. Take some deep breaths. Diaphragmatic breathing. But you know, there are some things that we can do that may help too. There are herbs. Oh, good. I'm glad you brought that up. That are called adaptogens. Mm -hmm. And the word means you adapt to wherever you are. It changes your chemistry. It changes your body. Adaptogens are non-toxic herbs. Mm -hmm. They're completely safe. They rebuild your body. And they build your resiliency and make you stronger and more healthy, sleep better, uh, digest better, you function better. And some of these herbs are called ashwagandha, mm-hmm. rhodiola, uh, andagraphis. Ginseng. Uh, ginseng, absolutely. Eleuthero. ginseng. Um, and these have been around for hundreds of years. Oh, thousands of years. I mean, these, ginseng, these have been used forever. Yes, ginseng is the oldest adaptogen in the world, especially the red ginseng. That is um, hydroponically grown because there are, are no sprays, no pesticides. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I love rhodiola. I love ashwa, ashwagandha. I, I love uh, andagraphis. 
Well, and I think that the cool thing about adaptogenic herbs is that um, they can be used for all different types of things. So if you're super stressed, high cortisol, they work. If oh, you're yes. super tired, low cortisol, they work. They work. They work in the morning. They work at night. That's what means adapt. Mm-hmm. It adapts to your body chemistry. Yes. Yep. Uh, one of my non-herb products that I really, really like is mm-hmm. DHEA. Mm-hmm. Uh, DHEA is the counterpart to cortisol. Mm-hmm. When cortisol goes up, DHEA goes down. You build up a little bit of DHEA, cortisol comes down. So it kind of balances that teeter-tot, teeter-totter effect of, of cortisol. Mm-hmm. So I think it, it, it's, it's excreted from the adrenal glands. So it's part of that stress reduction. The adrenals, you know, when we have very, very weak adrenals, uh, we just feel like everything is a stress. Mm-hmm. Everything, they worry. I used to be like this when I was younger, when I was overweight and I was depressed. Um, everything was catastrophic. I feared everything. Mm-hmm. I worried about everything. They look. They make mountains out of molehills. Right. Uh, they're depressed all the time. Mm-hmm. They cry all the time. Mm-hmm. Their husband or, or spouse can come home. Their wife can come home and say, hi, honey, how are you doing? <laughs> ah, they start crying. <laughs> right. What did you mean that for? <laughs> right. They, you they, realize for some women that happens once a month, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, re- I realize that, yes. Why do men do that then? <laughs> right. No, that's a different story. Because we all do that. Right. Different you know? story. But no, but even even if you are a woman who has bad PMS spells, you pro- you're probably not balanced because it's normal to have slight PMS where you are you know you want to honor it, that it, a little it's, bit. It, it's a normal part of the cycle. It's a normal part of the cycle, but it shouldn't be extreme. It shouldn't be super irrational. Yeah, but unhealthy foods, unhealthy right. body. Uh, you're not not using some of these adaptogens in in our. And our, and our diet. Right. And that's why I think it's, it's important to know, like, you know, we talk about stress and resiliency. We talk about sleeping well, exercising, like living, doing all these really healthy lifestyle things, but the lifestyle piece sometimes can be difficult. So you can utilize things like adaptogenic herbs, melatonin, which we talked about in our other podcast. You know, there's so many different tools and hacks and things you can use to help yourself. Yes. You and have to learn about There's it. good scientific uh, documentation on right. these herbs. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been around for, the herbs have been around for thousands of years, uh, but most of the research has come from like in the 1950s to mm-hmm. where we are today. Yep. Um, I use them all the time with my patients and personally too. Yeah, I do too. Love them. I love ashwagandha. I love and- andrographis. I use them all. Andrographis uh, is one I still haven't started, so I have to, I have to do that one. Yeah. Or let's um, try it out. And a good combination would be andrographis and, and uh, ashwagandha together. Mm-hmm. Be a good combination. Mm-hmm. Sounds fabulous. Yeah. Well, always a pleasure to talk to you. I love our I love our conversations, and I hope others out there love our conversations. And if you see me on the road, just send um, me some well, love. I'll, I'll turn the corner. I'll turn the corner. Get off the road. <laughs> I'll speed up or turn the corner. Either by, one. By next time, I will be happy as a clam on the road. I promise you. All right, fantastic. <laughs> All right, be, be calm. <laughs> Drive safe. Sounds good. Until yeah. next time. Till next time. Bye. Bye.